I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Dave Gorman on Absolute Radio with SwiftCover.com for car insurance prices that'll blow you away. Get a life, get Swift Cover at SwiftCover.com. Absolute Radio. Hello, my name is Dave Gorman. This is Absolute Radio, and uh, I'm here with Emily and with Jimmy, and we've just recorded our first live show. I know, it's so exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. What did you make of it? Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it. It goes so fast. That's yeah. always, if you do other things, like so two hours of television is so uphill and hard work. You don't do two hours of television. Two hours on stage is a stupid amount of time. You shouldn't do that long. But two hours of radio sounds, you sort of view it through that prism and think, oh, it's going to take forever. And actually, it just whizzes by. It's it a completely different fast. thing. It was, yeah, it was lightning fast. And you two were a pleasure to be with, can I just say? I feel really disloyal already. Do you feel like you have to say that? Oh, no. Do you feel like you have to say that? Poor Gareth there. You know, in the hospital waiting room, a bag of nerves, and he has to hear this as well. Yeah. And we did have, when we sort of met on Wednesday and we talked about things, and we made a few notes of subjects we were going to bring up, and I think we talked about two of them out of maybe 10 or 15 that we'd written down, because listeners just kept sending in stuff. Great emails, uh, which is lovely. What is everyone doing up this early on a Saturday to send that many emails is what I want to know. Well, these days people can send emails from anywhere. Do you think they're just lying in bed with their blackberries? I sort of refuse to enter that world. I, I, I still live in a world where I have to go to my computer to engage with things. Otherwise, oh, that's so 80s. I love well, it. I know, but otherwise I'd never go to sleep and I'd, I have to leave it behind somewhere. I have to have a place where I go there. That's where that happens. Have you got a shed? And then I go and have life. Dave's in the shed again, checking his I email. wish I had a shed. <laughs> I really do. The uh, producer's waving her fingers, and do you know what that means? That means it's time to <laughs> introduce the podcast. Yeah. Here's the podcast. Absolute Radio. My name is Dave Gorman. This is Absolute Radio. And I'm going to make a solemn pledge for you now. I'm going to be here for the next three Saturdays. Uh, and I'm never going to use the phrase, in for Frank Skinner. Um, I'm not an American newsreader. It doesn't work like that. Uh, I, I, will, I will say I'm standing in for, maybe sitting in for. I might say I'm covering for. But I, if you catch me saying I'm in for Frank Skinner, uh, slap me. Uh, and, and beat me up. Uh, if you're a regular listener, uh, you'll know that there's normally uh, Emily here. And Emily is here this morning. I'm good. still here. Yeah. Hello. You're... Good morning. Nice to see you. Uh, and uh, Gareth is normally here, but he's away as well. Is he on Yeah, he's having leave? a baby. He's not having a baby, but yeah. his wife's having a baby. Okay, so, so our thoughts are obviously with, with Gareth at this moment. Uh, but replacing him, we have uh, Jimmy. Hello. Uh, yes. Good morning. I'm in for Gareth. Don't, don't say that. You know, I know you're younger than me, but you, it's, it's an American phrase that's creeping into the British idiom and we, we need to fight these things. And we don't really know each other, do we? No, we've, we've sort of... Well, we met when I was a guest on this show. We um, And we met on Wednesday um, to have a sort of little sort of team meeting, a, a bonding session. So this is a bit like the first ten minutes of a swingers party, I reckon. <laughs> where everyone's well, standing around, not quite sure that tells other. That tells us everything about who we are, because you think, <laughs> you, Emily Dean, think this is like the first ten minutes of a swingers party, whereas I was thinking you're like stepmom. And that, that changes I... the, the whole swingers thing. Now. Very hot. Stepmom would step-mom. probably be well. A hot stepmom, definitely. Yeah. I'm not, you know, no, not casting aspersions. Uh, but you're sort of, because you're the regular... Yes. Uh, you, you're sort of in charge here. You, you sort of, you know... We're I don't a, say it's that. like you're trying to get to know us. Yeah, I won't keep saying, oh, Frank never does that. That's not how he does it. I bet well, you do. Gareth, yeah. You're not my real mum. <laughs> <laughs> and this is also, I guess, uh, you know, Big Brother started this week. Are you, and you're, you're into that, I guess. I love it. I absolutely love it. Why do you two not like it? Not particularly. I, I always think I hate it. 
and then there's a 50-50 chance of me changing my mind halfway through the series and getting into it. But in the first week, I always take that, oh, no, I hate it. I hate it. No, it's brilliant. There's really good characters. There's this guy, Siavash, who came in in a kind of electric blue suit. And if Ashley said... Uh, Buenos Aires as a greeting instead of Buenos Noches. <laughs> Which is pure Del Boy. Yeah. That is, isn't it? That <laughs> is. Monge too. Yeah. <laughs> he was absolutely brilliant. And then, uh, yeah, there were, lo- there were loads of quite hideous characters, which means it's going to be good. And there was another guy who came in who looked a bit like Russell Brand who said it smelt of allied carpets, which I thought was quite funny. And quite yeah, no, absolutely. That, that, I, I appreciate that. I saw a little bit of the repeat on the morning after and um, I only stayed watching it because Davina was wearing a rubber dress. Um, and that was interesting to me. Uh, but the, I sort of felt like I was watching some school bullies. And I, I had sort of felt a bit awkward and dirty and solid. Oh, you'll get experience. over that. Oh, I will. I will hard enough and get used to Did you used to watch to a lot of school bullies at school? Uh, at very close quarters. Did you just Yeah, <laughs> at about doing, three Dave? inches I'm from my face. The bullies. They were. They were bullying me. I saw the guy with the sideburns and he reminded me of, of early Dave Gorman when you were... He looked like Wolverine. Yeah, hang on. Uh, no, that's, that's two teaming me there. You, with <laughs> you a sort of you now like you're bullying me. So you're going. <laughs> you're saying something which isn't a criticism or a compliment. Just that I used to have sideburns, and all of a sudden I'm like Wolverine uh, by proxy. Yeah. They were impressive sideburns. Because I, well, I saw a photo of the guy who's supposed to look like Wolverine, and just thought he looks like, like uh, I don't know, like some some fat comedy character version also, of Wolverine. He, he didn't look like at, the real deal. He said at one point, he said, "I mean, I'm in great shape. I'm 35. I haven't got a hearing aid. 35. <laughs> you always have a hearing aid at 35. You're supposed to be bionic, let alone have a yeah. uh, hearing aid. <laughs> he must have some really, really bad 36 year old yeah. friends, mustn't he? He's just sort of hanging around." Making him feel like he's still in good shape. <laughs> I did know a friend of mine said, "Oh, they, the crowd booed someone because they wore a top hat," mm. and I thought, "Well, times have changed." <laughs> that wouldn't have happened in the Edwardian era, would it? You'd have been you'd have been roundly applauded for wearing a top hat. That's not good, and we shouldn't really encourage the idea because people will be listening to this. And, and the trouble with things like Big Brother is it encourages this sense of empowerment uh, in an audience, and, and they'll be trying to evict us. Yeah, if we, we, if we let them think I that they have that I didn't realise that was part of the deal. Am I, uh, are we up for eviction during Well, no, I'm just saying, if we talk about this often enough, people will feel empowered in that oh, way. Yeah. Uh, and you can get in touch with us. We would encourage that, but not, not to evict us. You can uh, text us, 8 12 15, uh, phone 0, 0, 0, 233 1215, uh, and you can email us on, on the uk and, and uh, look, for the, look for the links and, and get in touch. Uh, but you can't evict us. We don't. You don't have that power. You can listen. You can join in. You can interact, uh, but you cannot evict. Um, so you know, tough. I'm going to go into the diary room in a minute and, and just tell them how the first five minutes of the show's gone. You are. You are though, aren't you? Yeah. you I bet you are. You've, there's some website you're keeping some <laughs> surreptitious blog on. I'm just going to go and talk about my feelings towards you, Dave. I don't like this modern world. I don't understand so much of the modern world. A friend of mine came round uh, to my house, right, and he hasn't, he hasn't met my girlfriend, uh, and he was uh, looking at my Nintendo Wii, because I'm that modern, uh, and he saw her avatar and went, oh, who's that? And I said, it's my girlfriend. And he went, oh, she looks pretty. From an avatar on a computer game. This is, this is too modern for me. I don't understand But you do know the what world. an avatar is. Well, so yeah, I, I know that. that We're not that old, Jimmy. We never no, um, I don't know what an avatar is. Oh, okay. Do you know, I'm, I'm going to go for the cheesiest link ever right now. Uh, do you know what this, this conversation is? <laughs> it's unbelievable. 
Absolute Radio. There you go. Uh, EMF with Unbelievable Ads. Uh, I love that song. You would have told from my cheesy link. Uh, an intro. I love that song. Yeah. It's a great song. Uh, it reminds me of my... Did you used to dance in fields to that song? Uh, not in fields, but I was at <laughs> university and I would do that. Um, I haven't actually taken any drugs, but I'm pretending to be Bear's dance. Uh, to that. I that haven't taken any like, drugs, but my trousers look are... Look at... I'm pretending my eyes are a bit dilated. Um, kind of dance. Uh, now, uh, I mentioned that we met on Wednesday yeah. as a team. And, and, and this is... So basically, this is like our second date. Uh, but I want to bring something up with you, Jimmy, which is on Wednesday, when we were having a, a sort of team bonding experience, uh, you suddenly realised that it was your mother's birthday. Yes, it was my mother's birthday. So you had forgotten your mother's birthday. Yes. And then this morning when we came in, you said, is there anywhere I can post this? <laughs> and you had in your hand your mother's birthday card. <laughs> you see, the thing is, I've had it for four days, but it, I can't, I couldn't, I kept forgetting to take it out of my bag. The thing is, this is not, I mean, this is, this is I've, I've, I forgot her 50th. This is this is not even. That's this terrible. is not good. This is oh, terrible. Actual fiftieth birthday. There's no reason for you not to have left our meeting on Wednesday and gone straight to a post office and sent your mother a card. Well, I was in the. I was in. You know, I was. I was. I was drunk on attention and and the media swirl and I just. You know, I left and walked around London. You know. Uh, well, forgot. at least it's a great excuse. Yeah. Did you buy her a present? <laughs> no. Oh. No, I bought her a car. I can't you just said at least it was a good excuse. What you mean there was, yeah, he was excited, he'd met Emily. <laughs> yeah. I can well, understand is, how that would throw him. The he'd thing met is, I was, me. I was so dazzled by our new stepmum that I completely forgot about exactly. my, my natural mother. <laughs> this is an awful thing. You're going to have to buy thing. her something really well, can nice. I, can, I, can I do some kind of radio shout-out? Um, make up for it. Can I? Can I wish her a happy birthday? Can you? Can you not call it a shout out? <laughs> I thought that's what it was called. Well, it is. I've listened to. You I know, think that's really Chris Miles. I don't think we can allow. Yeah, it, really. I don't think we should be bigging anyone. So up. I'm not on board <laughs> or shouting none are, out. None of us or, are on board. Are you on? None of us. I are don't know what you mean. It's it's a bit. Yeah. If you want to say happy birthday to your <laughs> mum on air, you're very welcome. Happy to birthday, it. mummy. I'm sorry, I forgot to send your card. Okay. She sounded about nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I can see her face scowling at me. <laughs> Jimmy is about nine for listeners. Uh, yeah. Just tuning in. Um, I think we should also say happy birthday to, I think it's Europe's oldest man, and he's 113 today. Oh. Uh, so, you know, that's I exciting. forgot his as well. Yeah, well, <laughs> who, who hasn't? I'd love to know what he's got in his, uh, in his birthday box this morning, what, what presents he's got. What is the, the worst present you've ever had? Obviously, you, you're very bad with birthdays. You've forgotten your mother's. Yes. Um, uh, any bad presents out there? I once got five pounds for my 18th off a grandparent, which, <laughs> you know, was nice. It was generous. It was still a present, but I think she was just slightly working on different um, currency rates. Um, yeah. I think she thought I was going to go out and buy a thruppenny suit, maybe yeah, a trip yeah. to the dogs and then a couple of fish suppers and the bus ride home. But unfortunately, it was 1998. I had so a, I couldn't <laughs> even buy cigarettes with it. I had a great aunt. I'm a twin, and my, my twin brother Nick and I used to get... Obviously, you get the same presents, basically, because no one wants to distinguish between two twins. And my great aunt, though, she used to give him record tokens and me book tokens, and I was so stung by that. I was Aww. so... A great aunt who could say, yeah... You're not as exciting as You're him. the old square. You know, yeah, oh, it, was, it was so devastating. Actually, in order to make you feel better, do you want to know? I've given the worst present, actually. Oh, yes, please, do share. Do you want to know what it was? Yeah. When I was about eight, I bought my dad one sheet of sandpaper. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not joking. No. And I wrapped it as well and made it look all nice with a bow. Can you imagine how disappointed he was? <laughs> What's he going to do with one sheet of sandpaper? I know, and he's like a documentary maker. He's not even good around the house or anything. <laughs> That's 
honestly, one yeah, sheet of one sandpaper. Sheet of sandpaper. Do you remember what grade it was? <laughs> no. Was it? <laughs> I don't it? think I understood the subtlety of grading. I just thought that'll do in the hardware store. <laughs> That's that's really not very good. Yeah. I remember actually my uncle once gave me a, um, a shop voucher, um, but it was in the form of a credit card, and uh, it, but he didn't put anything on it. So when I went to the shop to use it, <laughs> the guy said, no, mate, it's, it pays you go, you have to put money on it. So all he actually oh, no. did was just give me the card. No. There was no money on it, no credit at all. Oh, that's a fantastic so sort of... Then put the credit on myself in order to buy the book that I'd chosen for my for my. That's present. a fantastic way of giving a present because you get all the glory of giving what looks like a really good present in the moment and no one, and only later does someone find out how terrible it is and you've left the scene of the crime. Yeah. That's that's quality. Uh, we'd like to hear what, what your worst birthday present is. If you've either given a terrible birthday present or received one, uh, let us know. Uh, I'm sure you've got worse than, than these. Uh, text. 81215 phone uh, 03 123 Absolute Radio Absolute Radio My name is Dave Gorman I'm standing in for Frank Skinner while he's away for three weeks uh, Before that we asked you to send us your worst birthday present either that you've sent or received uh, anything on the on the texts and emails Yeah we've got some good ones I've got someone here saying um my mum got me a T-shirt with a picture of my face on it for Christmas once <laughs> from Alex and Clapham. <laughs> we were about 16 and had to wear them when relatives came over. It's quite bad. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been offered things like merchandising deals where they want to do T-shirts with my face on and I won't do them because I, I would be... I would cringe if I walked into a pub and there was someone wearing a T-shirt with my face on. Really? The idea that I would wear my own face <laughs> is even worse to me. That's so horrible. Maybe you could go around the world trying to find people that wear Dave Gorman T-shirts. No, I couldn't. I, I wouldn't want to do that. So that is just be embarrassing. Also, any, you see anyone's face on a T-shirt and you think, oh, there's a missing person. <laughs> and then you'd look and go, oh, no, they're not missing, it's them. Oh, what, a ter- what a terrible campaign. I found them. They're wearing their own... It would be very confusing to you. Hey, there's another good one. Cathy says, one Easter my dad decided that instead of chocolate he would give me and my sister a bag of dried apricots each. I would have been quite angry about that, I think. <laughs> that's a terrible... Um, that's, there's, a, there's an insensitivity in a father yeah. saying to his girls, I think you've had enough chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not, not nice. There's a brilliant all. one from an unnamed source that says they received a brand new light switch for their 16th. 16? A, a light switch? A light switch. Does it say whether it was wired in, they came into their room one day and the switch had changed, or they've been given a switch for themselves to but wire in? Who breaks a light switch? How could you possibly need a new... I don't... I, also, I, particularly you when you're 16 and you're unlikely to own your own property, yes. it's not a great present, is it? No, it's certainly not. And when you say from an unnamed source, is that your way of, of confessing? <laughs> No, it's, it's, not me. it's my way of not being able to find the name because I, I'm confused by the email system. Oh, Jimmy, you'll get used to it. I'll give you some lessons afterwards. Yeah. Okay. That's, sorry, I didn't mean to sound a bit dodgy. Thank you, Stepmom. It's okay. That's all right. I think you should. You, can, you take him under your wing. I will. And bring him up to speed. I do remember receiving a present, uh, pictures of the... My, my, my father gave me a picture of himself. Really? For, for Christmas. Not in me. T-shirt form? No, no, it was in an ornate sort of uh, uh, foldable desktop style uh, display case and it had a picture of himself in the middle <laughs> professionally taken pose that is fantastic that was, yeah, that was lovely was there he wearing was... Victorian clothes and was it all sepia those are my favourite kind of photos <laughs> he, was, he was dressed as an Edwardian big brother contestant <laughs> I always find and any sort of photo of oneself I find sort of difficult to put anywhere and there was a, one of my local sort of corner shops uh, as run by two Turkish gentlemen who are either twins or just brothers who are very very alike <laughs> 
uh, and behind the counter, and it's just a regular corner shop, you know, all the cigarettes and stuff behind them, uh, and then stuck on the wall right behind them is a picture of one of them stood behind that counter. So that you're there watching him and there's an identical picture of the thing you're looking at <laughs> immediately behind him. And I don't know what it's there for. Maybe it's Why because did they decide to take the picture? I in don't the know. Place? You just think maybe it's it's one of the brothers wants to know what his brother looks like when he's there. Yeah. Even though they look absolutely identical. Maybe it's, it's saving really... money on a mirror. Maybe it is. I don't know. It's always confused me. Uh, uh, now, um, uh, one of the great pleasures of, of doing this is that I get to bring in some records from home and feel like a 14-year-old boy uh, bringing his friends around and go, listen to this. Uh, and this is one of my favourite bands. They're called Misty's Big Adventure. They're, they've sort of become vague friends of mine. Uh, but this, to me, is a standout track. It's the story of love. Absolute Radio. There you go, Misty's Big Adventure and the Story of Love. And I said it's like being a 14-year-old and inviting your friends into your bedroom. Uh, and, and Emily, go on, tell me, yeah. someone's reacted. Uh, Dave, already someone's um, just emailed in saying, Waking Up to Misty's Big Adventure has made my day. Bless. E- Evil is a song of the gods and live they are amazing. Thanks, Steve. Oh, well, that's made me very happy. Now I oh. feel like a cool 14-year-old boy taking his friend <laughs> in the bedroom. I, I got away with it. It's a good thing. Uh, it's very exciting. Um, now, I, I could tell you, I was, last weekend I was away in Kilkenny in Ireland uh, for a comedy festival. So I was staying in a hotel for a few days. And, and this thing happened. Basically, uh, you always have a spare toilet roll. You, you, you start in a hotel room, there's a full toilet roll on the, on the roll, and there's a spare one hanging around just in case, because they always overestimate the amount of waste matter a human body can produce. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, about three days in, the toilet roll that was originally there was now down below a half. And I went out in the morning and I came back and the cleaners had been in, and they'd replaced it with a full toilet roll which always seems incredible to me. There's, it happens in all hotels. You're not allowed to have less than half of a toilet roll. That turns them into some weird spa- spin of panic. I don't know why they can't cope with that. And what happens? I'm, I'm confused. I want to know what happens to the spare toilet rolls, the, the, the waste ends of toilet rolls, because these are the same people who put signs up saying, please reuse your towels, and do we have to take your sheets away, and let's care for the environment, and yet they're taking away every half toilet roll that ever gets left which seems <laughs> weird to me I don't understand maybe they don't want guests to have to use sheets or something like that but no but there's always there's far more toilet even for girls who insist on mummifying their hands in toilet paper and I don't know how I know that I've never I just somehow by osmosis have learnt that fact girls will mummify their hands to use it even if that's your technique there is more than enough toilet roll for a 24 hour stay in a hotel I don't I don't do the mummified hand I do what I call more like a Filo kind of pastry, <laughs> so it's like it's like folded into about seven sheets. Yeah, but even then, you, a roll and a half is still more than enough for you for twenty-four hours. It has to be. Maybe they re-roll them. Maybe there's a man down in the basement somewhere whose sole job is to just re-roll them back into full perfect toilet rolls. Well, that that's well. Well, I'm glad for the employment uh, prospects <laughs> of that. That hopefully you know maybe that can kickstart the economy if we start employing people to do ridiculous trivial jobs like that I don't believe that's what's happening if you work in a hotel can you please get in touch and tell me what happens to the bin ends of toilet rolls uh, are they being used in staff quarters are people taking them home uh, I want to know because it's, it's frustrating to me perhaps they just use it to bulk out the buffet Maybe that's the main ingredient in hotel scrambled egg. It's just all the bits of toilet roll. Oh, you, you, you could <laughs> feel you the whole it? room go. Ugh. Have you eaten hotel scrambled egg recently? Yes, I have, but it, it it neither tasted in a toilet roll nor 
I should say, did it lead me to use any more toilet roll than was strictly speaking <laughs> necessary? Uh, if you work in a hotel, in fact, actually, tell us what goes on behind the scenes in your work. If you work in a shop or an office or a hotel, whatever your, your place of employment, what goes on behind the scenes that we, the public, don't actually normally see? Let us know. For example, one thing that's going on here uh, is you think I'm playing records and I'm not as a producer who's doing it, really, because I'm an incompetent oaf. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. My name's Dave Gorman. And before that, I asked uh, what happens to the bin ends of toilet rolls in hotels. And I believe, I haven't seen it, but I believe we have an answer. Yes. Um, someone wrote in and said that they're used in staff toilets. They are. Yeah. I feel mightily relieved There you go, yeah. It's nice to so know that they're... They're going to a good home. That's OK. So long as they're used, it was just the idea they were being thrown away that upset me and offended me. Uh, and anything else? We, we, we have two topics of conversation going on if you're, if you're just tuning in. Uh, you can text us 81215 or phone us 033-0123-1215. Uh, we'd like to know what goes on behind the scenes in your work uh, that the public don't normally know about and also what is the worst birthday present you've ever given or received. We've got a lovely uh, bad birthday from Steve who got his brother-in-law a puzzle in which you have to find the correct combination of cubes to show a snooker table and its balls. Uh, the only problem was his brother is colour blind. Every single part of that is wrong. <laughs> from the from the from he got his brother a puzzle. That's the point. That's already. I he mean, thinks it's, it's really. the colour blind that's yeah. the bad. It's actually not a snooker based puzzle. Yeah. For an adult male, that gets worse every every clause that you add to it. A puzzle that's already <laughs> bad. It's a snooker themed puzzle. That's really bad. He's colour blind. That's atrocious. There's okay. no redeeming features. This is that. quite bad as well. Someone says they received a lump of wood from their granny. <laughs> <laughs> See, you could have done that and you got your dad's. Whittle some yourself paper. something nice, darling. Yeah. Make your own bookends. Yeah. <laughs> and I also enjoyed this one saying for Christmas a few years ago, my uncle gave me and my three siblings a box of Maltesers to share. Which is quite tight, I think. Absolutely. Unless yeah. it was a huge box of Maltesers. Yeah, one of those cinema tubs. Yeah. But that, that's not that's definitely not a high quality present. I think one of the worst things I've ever had, um, and I really, I, I, Mum, I love you, uh, but she did give me a Liverpool Football Club wallet, that's which was a leather that. wallet with a fabric motif of the club emblem, sort of sewn on the front of it. Which you think, well, you know, maybe when I was twelve and it could have been my first wallet, that would have made some sense. <laughs> I like that if you out on a date, I'll take care of this. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It's all it's all right, and I don't know. I'm guessing. Uh, that certainly two of my brothers will have received the same thing. It was a Christmas present, I think, <laughs> not, not a birthday present, if I'm being completely honest. Even if it's a birthday present, my twin brother will have had the same thing. Um, and none of us have ever talked about it, and I'm sure none of us are using them. Do you have to, when you go home, do you have to take the Liverpool wallet and transfer all of your cards into it? And then... I don't, well, that is the other thing. Is, you know, I wouldn't get my mum a handbag because I know my mum is an adult who has a handbag. <laughs> you know, I'm an adult. I'm, I must already have a solution for carrying money around. I don't need a new solution for carrying money. It's not something that you're thinking, oh, that guy, he's, he's always spilling his, his credit cards. They're all over the place. He needs a wallet. Mums, mums just think about those things, don't they? They think, oh, Dave, he probably hasn't got one. He'll probably get him a wallet. He needs a wallet. You I know, think th that's her... That's, there's a thing where you, lovely. You, you sort of casually mention something once in, in passing to your, your parents, and all of a sudden you are seem to be a huge fan of it. So I think when I was 16 or something, I once said something about quite liking uh, Dennis the Menace. <laughs> and then the next year I had a Dennis the Menace T-shirt, a jumper, Dennis the Menace <laughs> socks. And you think, I'm not in the fan club. That's true, actually. My, something, you know. my brother said he quite liked the Spider-Man film, so I think for his 29th birthday I bought him... Strap-on wrist Spider-Man goo squirters, like web throwers, which I thought he would love, but obviously he was nearly 30. 
and it yeah. wasn't... No, exactly. Wasn't I think there's a story, and it's, you know, sort of tinged with sadness, obviously. Uh, there's a guy whose who's funeral was sort of Doctor Who-themed and his TARDIS-like oh, yeah. coffin. Uh, and and I think that's probably what happened here. He was probably just someone who quite liked Doctor Who. <laughs> he probably mentioned said it, it once to his parents. <laughs> and now everyone's going, well, it's what he would have wanted. <laughs> and he's not. He probably wanted a real normal funeral, just like everyone else. Did, everyone Did they play the theme tune? I don't know. Oh, actually, that would. I think everyone that would be good music to be going into the flames in. Wouldn't <laughs> it? The Doctor Who theme. That's that's. Regardless, I want Happy Days. Do you? Yeah, because it's my one of my favourite programs. Which one? Because there were two themes to Happy Days. Well, there's only one proper one. Do you want your pool bearers to be dressed like Fonzie? Yeah, I love that. I would love that, and to look like Fonzie. I'd really? love that, yeah. Okay, well, getting, getting, I don't, well, we can add this to it. What, what music would you like for your funeral? We'll add that to a list. Uh, what's the worst birthday present you had? And what goes on behind the scenes in your job that the public don't normally know about? Absolute Radio. I'm going to paint a little picture for you here. I can't actually see the screens where your emails and your texts are arriving. Uh, but but uh, Emily and Jimmy can. They're sort of fielding them for me. And at something that I don't know made them giggle. Uh, so two, please share with the there team. There are two that I like. One is my brother got me six packets of crisps for my birthday, <laughs> which I thought was rather brilliant. I love the idea. It doesn't specify, but was that one of those big bags that contains six bags yeah. that you get from the supermarket, or was it actually six individual bags, <laughs> which is even worse? Thoughtfully chosen. And then this from Daniel says, my grandpa gave me a present of a photo frame containing a photo of a black fox, which he thinks <laughs> is my dog. <laughs> It's the story between the lines there that's really <laughs> lovely, isn't it? He th- he thinks that's my dog. What what is this relationship between the boy and How his grandfather? How did he take the photo and... of the black fox? Is it a regular visitor or I... <laughs> he thinks is in the present tense? It's not he thought it was my yeah. dog. <laughs> now, now I don't know whether his granddad is whether the man has a dog. Yeah, and the granddad has mistakenly <laughs> thought a black fox was that dog. <laughs> Or there is a, a regular visiting black fox that the granddad has assumed is actually a pet dog. I don't know. I don't, there's complete confusion reigns. Please, can you email in and Please tell us? clarify that situation yeah. for us. We've got a, a very worried uh, uh, Michael who's concerned about the light switch because it seems that he also gave a light switch as a present and he's now feeling pangs of guilt. And he says, you know that light switch... That was given. Was it remote controlled? Because I gave one as a birthday present to my nephew for his bedroom so that he could get into bed and then turn the light down or off. You know, it hadn't occurred to me, we, we are uh, we are obviously going to induce pangs of guilt in people. We yeah. need to hear we reveal bad presents, there's always going to be someone listening who has given one of those presents. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to feel terrible. If the nephew's listening, we need him to pop on his light remotely. Yeah and send us an email clarifying whether it was a good or bad present. I think it's fair to say that when we discussed the bad present of a light switch, none of us imagined it being a remote control. <laughs> we all just no, imagined it was sounds... a light switch someone had to wire into the wall and, yeah. and deal with. That sounds and... very James Bond and state yeah. of the art. Yeah, Do you modern. think it feels better now? Yeah. So. There is a thing with like, practical presents are always slightly problematic. You know, you don't give your like a vacuum cleaner. You I like, you like that. Yeah, I've, I've been given windscreen wiper blades... Things like that. I think that it's all good stuff. Do you have a car? Stuff. I do, yeah. Or is, are you getting a car in instalments? <laughs> is that what's happening? <laughs> Over 20 different birthdays, different components of a car are going to arrive, and I'm getting, eventually... I'm, I'm getting a bonnet this year. <laughs> I'm so excited. I like the idea you go, oh, an alternator. It's just what I've always wanted. Everyone's going to have to clarify what colour the car's going to be, otherwise it could end up being a mess. Absolutely. But you're confident you can build it? I think so, yeah. I'll put it together. 
Any practical present uh, type? No, I once had... No, I remember my mother receiving an electric carving knife from my dad one birthday, and I think she cried because it was such a terrible present. Well, that, no, that is so, because actually, even if you divide the sort of roles in life in, in sort of gender division, yeah. even if you go with the most traditional role, one of the man's jobs was carving. No. That would be, you know, not my dad. Your mum might go and do the Sunday roast, and dad <laughs> would do the carving. That's when he would step in, and he, by buying that present, he's even he's saying, "I'm not even taking that part." Well, he was busy <laughs> with his one sheet of sandpaper, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, he was going to polish up the the roast exactly. with your sandpaper while your mum carved. Absolute Radio. This is Absolute Radio. My name's Dave Gorman. I'm standing in for Frank Skinner while he's away. Uh, while that was all going on, there was a moment where Emily and Jimmy had to sort of gather around a computer screen to giggle <laughs> together and see something that I wasn't allowed to see, which either means someone sent in some cruel and mean abuse uh, about me or <laughs> someone sent in an amusing birthday present that they've received or sent. But yeah, there's a, go on. There's a couple of quick ones. I just have to wade through all the... Anti Dave, because I can't find it with all the, <laughs> all the piles coming through about. I mean, it's just keeping up with it is just. But uh, uh, we can combine two of our topics because Colleen uh, from Buckinghamshire got uh, a, a pack of four toilet rolls from her aunt for her birthday. No. I wonder yeah. if when they got down to half, her aunt replaced them. <laughs> I would hope that she did. You can't give toilet roll as a gift. You Personally, can't. I would be happy to accept toilet roll as a gift. Really? These practical little things, uh, fine. Are you, no are you living in one of those houses where it's a really important <laughs> issue? Are you share, is it shared accommodation and no, if you haven't brought your toilet roll... It's no, unfortunately, not... I, we, when we run out, I turn to other things... Uh, in, in you know like kitchen oh my roll, god I so don't want to know that no. no I mean like kitchen roll or <laughs> my sister's eye cleanser wipes or whatever's handy <laughs> and she doesn't she doesn't like that okay hey okay, listen to this when my son was twelve he gave me a stone for my birthday <laughs> <laughs> I found I found out later my husband had given him money to get one and he'd spent it on sweets. <laughs> I love the thought process because you could you could come home and say no I got robbed somebody somebody mugged me I had some money I was going to buy no no he's picked up a stone in the garden and thought that will cover it somehow which it, he knows it can't cover it he knows he's going to get found out that's ridiculous exactly this is terrible I did once I once when I came back from uh, a holiday I got my mother a, a, a toad and it has a, a ridged back and you run a little thing across his back and it makes a toad sound yes I've seen those they yeah. sell them in the airport in Bangkok basically it's tourist yeah. tat uh, only I told my mother that I'd watched it being hand carved by <laughs> Cambodian monks Good. In the, in the middle of the jungle, and they dyed it with berries to colour yeah. it brown. And she still tells that to everybody. You know how you the house and sees You know how earlier you apologised to her for missing her birthday. She won't be listening now. Oh, okay, so she'd have given up after ten minutes. Once she heard her apology, <laughs> yeah, that's all she was <laughs> in for. It. Okay. Now, we, we, one thing we haven't mentioned, and, and you have a sort of present which is sort of flawed, because uh, you've lost your phone. I lost my phone. Yes, I, I lost it in the uh, the big shopping centre in in London. The okay. new one. Yeah, and and, uh, and you've got your sister's phone as a replacement. Yeah, which was lovely of her to give me her spare phone. Uh, the only problem was she didn't tell me that uh, it has the Sex in the City ringtone loaded <laughs> on it. I had no idea that this was coming until I started to receive calls on it in front of you guys. Did actually, it ring at lunchtime? Yeah. Yeah. I did it think, did, yeah. whose phone is can, that? Can we hear, the, can we hear okay, this? Ring the thing is, I'm such a phone numpty that when I tried to change it on the bus, I just ended up playing it longer, so people yeah, thought yeah. I was sitting listening to it. <laughs> oh, right, okay. 
it's obviously been changed. I'm obviously not. I'm not <laughs> oh, a phone number to you. have right. built us up oh, for nothing. So sorry. Oh god. But that is the most metrosexual thing you could possibly have. Well, look at me. I'm a pimp. I've got two phones. I'm. You know. I feel quite. I feel. Quite I've got on my phone. Frank says. Frank says. <laughs> Frank says that. Um. My, do you feel like the new boyfriend? And I'm always going on about the ex now. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Frank always says that my phone sounds like Cliff Richard's car alarm because it's church bells ringing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play it to you one day. Okay, uh, but Sex and the City, I think, has got to be the worst mm. ringtone going. And Jimmy is, is struggling with his phone well, to try and I can't and work it. it. And the thing is, it's not even like it's one of those. It's not even polyphonic. It's one of the old style oh. kind of. Oh. But we have previously discussed how you're you're incompetent at changing it. Complete Someone else phrase. has changed it, and now you're going to try and change it back. Someone's you'll get trapped done. in a vortex where oh that God. it just becomes your permanent ringtone. It's a dangerous thing. Uh, very excitingly, we have uh, a guest coming up, and it's it's the wonderful Jenny Eclair. Oh, uh, so we'll be talking to her uh, after this, which is MGMT Absolute Radio. You're listening to Absolute Radio. You're probably aware of that fact. Uh, my name is Dave Gorman. I'm standing in for Frank Skinner. You're probably aware of that fact by now. Also, uh, I've got Jimmy and Emily in the studio with me, and our guest Jenny Eclair. <laughs> Uh, we're all very excited by and you've sort of you've come in like a whirlwind I guess I thought I had to be quiet for a moment then I was sort of sitting with my hand on my mouth not talking because they said you had a free play or something I didn't know quite what was going on no no that, that's coming up shortly okay that's that okay. something to be quite yeah. excited by. I think what, what you've done you've sort of in, when that record was playing you've sort of gone through all of us saying, saying today okay Dave have, have, you, got got a, have you got a girlfriend what's going on a career for you, you should be an agony aunt. Well, yes, but a I'd scary be quite spiteful. Agony aunt. I'd be, yeah. It depends whether I liked the person or not, as to whether I'd give them good advice or not. Um, because some people just annoy me, you know, like young pretty people, that sort of thing. If they wanted advice, I'd just, I'd just give them really bad advice. Or say somebody said... Cut all your you hair off. <laughs> yeah, cut all your hair off. <laughs> and maybe, maybe eat some more pies. Yeah. Um, Stop washing. Yeah, yeah. Get really smelly. Um, and start picking at your face. Pick your face. Pick, pick, pick. <laughs> or say someone said, said, you know, can I have some advice about being a young comedian? I wouldn't give them any advice about that. No. i say, you know, no, you're not very funny. <laughs> um, so, no, I don't think I would There's be There's a weird good. thing, because I, 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 one of the things I love about Grumpy Old Women is actually I think it, it sort of allows you to um, be a... <laughs> Go a, on. No, be more <laughs> more you than you, you sometimes were in your stand-up. More, more true to yourself. Absolutely. Um, and what's really weird is because once I realised that people didn't hate me automatically as myself, I've been able to sort of go out on stage much more as myself. And this is an interesting thing, not for many people, but I've always thought, oh, I've got to have a support act. I can't do two halves by myself. Um, but, you know, with the current climate and all that kind of thing, and you young lads are quite expensive. Uh, recently, I've decided to... Um, <laughs> I'll not. point out that when she said young lads, she wasn't, look, she wasn't looking in my no, direction. No, but that Dave was, was, was once, Jimmy. once did I support, support me. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Do you know, the worst thing about my career is that most of my support acts have gone on to be much, much more successful than me it's an absolutely galling thing you know I take these young boys and I put them in the back of transit vans I teach them everything everything damn it and then Matt Lucas <laughs> Noel Fielding yourself you know all these and I'm left there still in the back of the transit van what's going on what it shows you've got good taste. I've forgotten what the question was as <laughs> yes, well, Jen. Don't yes. worry but about no, it. But no, I started okay. doing a, a question and answer session, um, which is what all comedians do when they've run out of material. <laughs> and and <laughs> I, I found that I can improvise and people sort of are quite interested in ask, asking me questions. And then I sort of can, I can sort of make comedy up as I go along. But there is also, there's a sort of um, like a, a teenage girl level of spite 
yeah. behind a lot of what you say. Yeah. Even the fact that you say, I don't approve of people going on holiday when I'm not on holiday. <laughs> this is so, like, it's not as if the whole world can go on holiday when you are well, and not. <laughs> what I've realised is that the, the <laughs> most crushing blow that's ever been dealt to me is having to realise that the world doesn't revolve around me. Yeah. It's one of those things that <laughs> I'm sort of naturally optimistic. I wake up in the morning thinking, it's just marvellous. Maybe it's Christmas Day. And then my mood kind of wears off as the day goes on. And by mid afternoon, I'm a complete bitch. Um, so it just, it depends when you catch me as to sort of what kind of eclair you get. Well, I'm glad we got you early. Yes. I'll say that. <laughs> yes. But I am generally quite happy at the moment because I am very excited, obviously, about uh, being on tour with Grumpy Old Women Live. There's a website. And we've really got to push Peterborough because it didn't get in the brochure. So that's the only one that's selling quite slowly. So uh, Sturdy Stumps, Peterborough. There's a theatre called The Cresset. Cresset. Um, and then after that, we're in Wimborne, Tivoli, uh, Warwick Arts Centre. That's saying very well. You'd be very lucky to get a ticket there, Crawley. <laughs> Uh, and Winchester, <laughs> two gigs in Winchester. So that's all good. Excellent. I, I love it. I think there's some weird sort of nexus where the uh, the sort of childish spite that we would despise in a 13 year old girl becomes acceptable at a certain age. <laughs> you're suddenly allowed to sure. have all that spite and I'm not bubble. Not sure it's ever acceptable, really. But I, I do enjoy it. I think I've got an enlarged spleen. Is that what it is? I've got a spleen that needs daily venting. <laughs> oh I see it inside of me, sort of pumping, kind of. Yeah, I've got an enlarged spleen. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I'm Dave Gorman, standing in for Frank Skinner. Uh, we have Jenny Clare in the studio, who is the easiest interview in the world ever, because yeah, she asks her own questions and then answers what, them. Dave, you're not, stand- you're not standing in for Frank. That'd be ridiculous. Can you imagine presenting a radio show, standing up? Though that's apparently what um, Russell Brand does. He stands. A lot throughout. of people do. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the joy of radio is just, child, sit down. Well, okay. you've even taken your shoes off. I take my, yes, and I can only apologise <laughs> for that. And you're doodling as well. Yeah. yeah, I'm doodling, I'm scribbling all over the studio. Now, uh, uh, in, in an effort to keep all the balls in the air at the same time, uh, I should remind, we, we have been asking you what is the worst birthday present you've received and, and or sent, and we've had a couple more emails and texts in. Yeah, we have. We've got someone saying, uh, one Xmas, my dad gave my mum a necklace-sized box, and when she opened it, it was a calculator, so she could use it for food shopping. She oh. was gutted. Oh, cold. no, that's... Very cold. I had a really bad Christmas present once, um, when I was about 13 or 14, I really wanted sort of some platform shoes or makeup and stuff like that. My mum bought me an angle poise lamp, so that I'd be able to see my homework more clearly. <laughs> That's a really depressing... Yeah. And the fact that you must have known what it was immediately as soon as you saw it wrapped. It was, well, it was, hard just, to it was disguise. a big box, and I just thought, well, that's really, really, really disappointing. Never... She ended up with it round her neck, obviously, <laughs> you know. Um, but, uh, so, another one, another email you've got there. Yeah, we've got someone saying Bill gave his twin brother a tennis ball with 50p sellotape to it. <laughs> 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 Genius idea. That's, That's from Joe. There's, yeah. it's, it's what it sort of reveals about both the giver and the receiver <laughs> and, and what they think of each other that I love about this. But as I a, think as a topic. You know, in these days where nobody's got any money, one a good idea if you're really struggling today, say like a friend of yours has got a birthday and think what? Well, go to any old secondhand shop, get a secondhand book, right? Preferably by quite a famous author, then forge the author's signature. <laughs> you know, if it's a really old one, nobody really knows. No, absolutely. Nobody knows what Agatha Christie's signature actually <laughs> looks like. Just do it. Just say lots tons of love, Aggie. <laughs> Maybe not that. <laughs> yeah, and, and don't do it in a green byro. No. <laughs> Sorry, no. There, <laughs> there are giveaway signs. Yeah. Think about it first. <laughs> That's what we're saying. 
But, you know, sort of you could get like Paul Gascoigne's uh, biography from a second-hand shop and then you could do it with Green Biro quite badly spelt, maybe. Well, you could do it with <laughs> blood and spit. <laughs> <laughs> you and said it, people. Dave Gorman, not me. <laughs> yeah, you could just dribble. It would name. be believable. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I've, I, I've got to go now, haven't I? Because um, she's looking at me nervously, so I just would love to, um, to just plug one more time that Grumpy Old Women are back on the road. Uh, we've got a, a, this, this spring-summer sort of seven-date <clears throat> tour, mini-tour. Go to www.grumpyoldwomenlive and you'll have loads of information there. There's, it's, it's, it is a, a very good fun show. It's, you know, I'd say it's fun for all the family, but it probably isn't. <laughs> you should probably leave teenage boys at home because it would really upset them. But I think it's sort of... Uh, along. It is empowering in a, in a way that the sort of vagina monologues was, but actually you'd feel a little bit better going as a bloke. Oh, than you would yeah, you're in, you're but it has that kind of safe. empowerment. Oh, the word empowerment, Dave. You've really spent far too long in the USA, haven't you? Might have to, if I could reach you, I'd slap you for using the word empowerment. Do you know what? You can reach me and you can slap me. <laughs> right, go on. Okay. There we go. Now we both feel much better. Um, so, God, that's two boys I've slapped uh, already, and it's not even ten o'clock in the morning. What a lovely morning it has been for, for Jenny and Claire. She's come in, she's slapped us about a bit, she's conducted her own interview, which has been a joy, because, you know... But that's what I do at home as no, well. No, it's a love it by yourself. By myself. <laughs> in your Hello, kitchen. me. <laughs> <laughs> and guess who I'm talking to today? That's right, me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love your world. I, I, it's no, it's I the world I want of, to get into. Even I get bored of me. I have to go and put myself to bed sometimes. I'll shut up. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. My name's Dave Gorman. I'm covering for Frank Skinner. And right now the studio is like it's like one of those dusty American towns that's just been hit by a whirlwind. <laughs> uh, Jenny Claire has been, made her presence felt and now left. I've it's got like the Roman Empire. <laughs> it's really, yeah. it's like being visited by a relative that you love, <laughs> but you're really scared of not being good enough for. So you really, you're cleaning skirting boards that have never been cleaned, you know, waiting for her to arrive. Thinking, I hope she likes us, I hope it's okay. It's really kind of... <sighs> Quite intense as a process, but uh, enjoyable all the same. Um, uh, lots of things we wanted to talk about. We sort of planned them and thought, oh, we'll bring this up and bring that up. And we haven't really got round to them because, uh, thank you for your, your contribution, listeners. You've been texting us they so much really about... really good today, yeah, so they? much Brilliant. on the emails and the texts. So we, we haven't got round to loads of things we wanted to talk about. So maybe What's we'll bring those favorite? up in the next few weeks. I think the, the Black Fox... <laughs> <laughs> Which we don't know. We still it hasn't been clarified that situation. Maybe next week we can get clarification on whose granddad thinks what is actually the dog, and I, I don't understand. The tennis ball with the fifty p sellotape tennis ball is good. So. Yeah. Although a friend texted me also on the the black fox, a friend texted me to say that uh, a mutual friend of ours went back to her parents, and her parents have a bar in their house, and behind the bar was a photograph of what she assumed to be the long dead family dog. And she said, oh, that's nice. And then she had a closer look, and it was actually a, a picture torn from a magazine <laughs> that her dad thought, oh, that looks a bit like the dog. I'll put that there. There's <laughs> <laughs> a similar kind of uh, theme uh, running through it. But no, we really do appreciate it. Any, have we had any others while this has been gone? Yeah, we've got... Um, somebody said they gave their friend a cabbage <laughs> yeah. for their birthday. No. Yeah, which is quite bad, I have to say. And someone else said... Unless uh, you're playing the Cracker Jack pre game <laughs> and, and they gave them lots of presents and then they gave them a cabbage and they dropped them, then that's not fair. Someone else says, my husband bought me a doormat for Christmas. I'd be quite upset with a doormat. That's a weird sort Wouldn't of... That's a, there's a code going on there. Yeah. There was someone who was living at home who, for their 21st, was given a suitcase by their parents. Well, that's, that's not a... a fairly, uh, there's no subtlety in that hint, is it? That's time out. to move. 
we <laughs> nice want to retire. coded messages. Uh, we're running out of time. Thank you very much for your company this morning, people. Uh, and uh, I'm talking to the listeners, but also to, to Emily and Jimmy. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Dave. Much appreciated. Uh, coming up is uh, Kelly, who is covering for Joe Russell. It's all covering this morning. God, everyone's on holiday at Absolute Radio. It's absolute chaos. That's what's going on. <laughs> uh, but this is Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Dave Gorman on Absolute Radio with SwiftCover.com for car insurance prices that'll blow you away. Get a life. Get Swift Covered at SwiftCover.com. Absolute Radio.